Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited because this afternoon we are going to hear the word of God. God is about to speak to us this morning, this afternoon. I don't know how many of you are ready to receive the word of God. I am ready to receive the word of God. So I wanted to ask you to rise your feet whilst we sing our faith song, Nothing is Impossible. Are you ready? All right. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. I can hear you singing. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. Hearken to the voice of the Lord to be. Is there anything too hard? Then put your trust and rest upon. Everything, everything, yes, everything is possible with God. How many of you believe that nothing is impossible? Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in in His word. Hearken to the voice of the Lord. Is there anything too hard for him? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon his word. But everything, yes, everything, yes, everything is possible. Why don't you make some noise as you receive the word of God? Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? I said, are you happy to be in church? I want you to lift your voice and just begin for one minute to pray for yourself. Yes, Lord. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. I don't know why people are sitting down. Young men sitting down. If you, for one reason you can't sit, stand but if you can stand just stand and lift your voice pray yes, that God will speak yes, to you Lord. Yes, Lord. pray that God will speak to you pray that God will speak to you yes, Lord. in the name of Jesus speak to us Lord yes Lord speak to us O God open your mouth and pray speak to us O Lord Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to us, Lord. For all things are possible with you, O God. Healing is possible with you, O God. Yes, Lord. Deliverance is possible with you, God. Oh, Jesus, do it. Prosperity is possible with you, God. Breakthroughs, they are all possible with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. 
thank you Jesus we give you the glory we give you the praise yes Lord. thank you Lord for one more time gathering us yes Jesus when you gather us Lord you always gather us to bless us yes you always gather us to deposit something good in our hearts yes Lord. in our spirits mm. I pray that none Lord will leave this place the same but Lord will all be affected by your word yes Lord we pray the lights will come. Amen. Illumination on our path will come. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We cast out darkness. Yes, Lord. We cast out proud spirits. Yes, Lord. We cast out disturbing spirits. Yes, Lord. It things that creates images in our minds. Yes. yes we cast Lord. them out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And we pray, God, that you will give us an attentive spirit this yes. afternoon. Yes, Lord. That will be blessed by your word. Yes, Give us a spirit that receives, a yes, humbling Lord. spirit that receives. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We cast out preconceived evil ideas. Oh, yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus. We rebuke Satan. Yes, Lord. That he will not have any way in our service this afternoon. Yes. Let your word have a free cause to operate. Oh, yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, let healing take place. Yes, Jesus. Holy Spirit, let deliverance take place. Yeah, yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Even as your word goes forth, O God. Yes, Jesus. Cause your word, O God, to bring deliverance. In the name of Jesus. To bring healing. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. To, yeah, to, 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 to throw light on our path. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you. And Lord. we give you the glory. Yes, Jesus. In Jesus' name, let everyone say amen. Amen. Your amen is too low. Amen. A better amen will be appreciated. Amen. Bishop Dennis, say amen. As I say amen. Amen. <laughs> you may please be seated. Hallelujah. I think Bishop Dennis is in deep, deep thoughts. <laughs> no matter what I say, amen, two or three times, I'm looking at somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. We thank God for his goodness upon our lives. Amen. Wonderful. Tell somebody you are looking nice. You are looking nice. I said somebody, not me. <laughs> Tell somebody, I like your haircut. Oh, I, I like what is remaining on your head. <laughs> the remnants. <laughs> they are keeping you warm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we are already on the third Sunday of the month, and this Sunday is supposed to be for tithing. Amen. Now, we are a 100% tithe-paying church. Amen. Ask your neighbor, do you pay your tithe? Ask somebody. You don't pay. Uh, what is your name? Sewa. Sewa what? Yeah, Sewa. Is that what you write on the envelope? Well, you have never used the envelope before for to pay tithe. You write Yasewa. You write what? An Osei. So I'm, I'm, sending, I'm sending the message, An Osei, so they check. I'll get back to you before the end of the service. Whether you pay tithe. Ask your neighbor, do you pay tithe? Ask your husband or your wife, do you pay tithe? I remember before I married my beloved to become my wife, we were talking one day. You know, I used to live in Obwasi, and so I spent a lot of money on international calls. Those days, there was no WhatsApp, so you really have to pay. 
you know, one month, and my, almost my pay was gone. Then she asked me, I mean, I was broke. And she asked me, have you been faithful with your tithe? You know, it shows that she's a Christian. But you don't understand why somebody will be broke. <laughs> she understand why I'll be broke. She didn't know that I've used all to make calls to her. But then she asked me, have you been paying your tithe? Have you been faithful with your tithe? And the question really, you know, hits me very hard. I mean, it made a lot of difference in my perception of the person. Amen? The fact that when you say I broke, somebody may try to advise you. I mean, what is, I mean, how are you using your money? You know, various things. But he said, have you been faithful with your tithe? It was a very pronounced question. Hallelujah. Now, there are many who don't pay their tithe. There are many who are strongly opposed to paying tithe because they said it's just these pastors who are trying to, you know, if you are here and you have that mind, today the Lord will deliver you in the name of Jesus. And there are others who say that, oh, it is the law. It's part of the law. I don't know the Ten Commandments, that shall pay that tithe. But it's part of the law, so... And the law is abolished. But don't forget last week, Bishop Dennis was teaching us about salvation and righteousness. And he taught us about the fact that the law, Jesus rather came to fulfill the law. Okay? There's nothing like abolition of the law. Are you understanding? And that without the law, you will not know that you are a sinner. Which I thought was a very powerful message. You know, I don't know how many of you have it on your machine to listen to it over. It was a very fact. I think the second service did not benefit because he was in a hurry. So, but the first service was very powerful, and I would want to recommend you go and listen to that message. You know, very, very powerful. I mean, it's one of the classical salvation messages I've heard. You know, explaining that look, without the law, you don't know that you are a bad boy. Because everybody thinks it's good. Do you see? But the Lord comes to tell you that you are not good at all. Do you see? Yeah. Then you know, and then Jesus Christ even came to make it worse. That if you look at the woman, the Lord there he says, Charlie, in the act. Yeah? But they say, if you look, so if you think that he came to abolish it, he came to make it wilder. <laughs> Amen. And so tithe is not something that the Lord brought. And even if the Lord brought it, the Lord did not come to abolish. He just did not come to abolish it. Are you understand what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. Now, Genesis chapter 14. I'm preaching the title of the message is, Why Non-Tithing Christians Become Poor. You know, but I want to start from, at least to give you a background and to give you introduction to tithing. I won't go deep too deep into that. But in Genesis chapter 14, what is wrong with this screen? Genesis chapter 14 and verse 14. They are telling me to take my own Bible. What is wrong with the screen? Yes, I can see that it's off. So the off no is wrong. Good. And when Abraham, are you listening? When Abraham had heard, heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants born in his own house 318 and pursued them unto Dan. And 
And he divided himself against them, he and the servants, by night, and smote them. So everyone was a very, very powerful strategist. And smote them, and pursued them unto Hoba, which is on the left hand of Damascus. <laughs> I have to move my preaching point. <laughs> And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. So you could see that Abraham really went after the guys. May you go after the guys. I said, may you go after the guys. The people who have taken what belongs to you. God will give you what it takes to overtake them and to recover all in the name of Jesus. Next verse. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chedol Lame and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shaveh, which is the Kingsdale. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine and he was the priest of the most high and he blessed him so he blessed Abraham and the most and he blessed him are we on the as he moved it verse why <laughs> and he blessed him and said blessed be Abraham of the most high God possessor of heaven and earth. This was Melchizedek speaking, the priest. And blessed be the most high God which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand. So you could see the priest there was blessing Abraham. He was blessing Abraham and blessing Abraham's God. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. And he was reminding Abraham that this victory that you have attained, it is the doing of Almighty God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Put that last scripture on the screen. He said, blessed be the most high God, okay, which had delivered thine enemies. So though Abraham had trained servants, eh? though he had trained servants, you will see what the priest was directing his mind to think properly. Okay? Which had delivered thine enemies into thy hand. So he's reminding him that it's the most high God who has delivered his enemies into his hands. And I want to remind you that it's the most high God who gives you what you have. It's the most high God who takes care of you. It's the most high God who preserves your life. Is the most high God who takes care of your outgoing and your incoming. And so it's very important to always remember that. Hallelujah. And then what happened after he said that? And, no, back to 20. I've not finished reading it. I have moved it. Your last warning. And he gave him tithes of all. Remember, Abraham had recovered the things that were stolen, were taken from them. Okay? So after the priests had come and he was done all the blessing. Met Abraham on the way. The Bible says Abraham gave the priests 
Eh? So this is the first time that word tithe was used. So he gave him a tenth of all. Now remember that at this time there was nothing like a law. Are you with me? Yeah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm saying eh? The law came by Moses. He wasn't born at that time. I mean, he's not even dreamt of. Okay? So now, Abraham did that to show appreciation to God. To show, it's, it, it's a divine appreciation. Hallelujah. And it was, it's very important to take note that Melchizedek reminded him by saying that it is the almighty God, the most high God, who had given you this victory. Amen? And so Abraham did the right thing by appreciating the almighty God through his servant Melchizedek. Are you with me so far? So, you know, I am just taking away from your mind what, 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 you know, sort of things that have entered our mind that makes us have a negative attitude towards tithing. Amen? Because Abraham was appreciating God for what God had done for him. Hallelujah. Now, moving forward in Genesis chapter 28, okay, in Genesis chapter 28 and in verse 22, again, let's, let's see other scripture. When Jacob encountered God, eh? Jacob encountered God, you could see what commitment he also made there. Eh? He said, And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely, what, give the tenth unto thee. In Abraham's case, God had already given him. Okay? And he gave. In Jacob's case, he's making a commitment. Eh? That all that God will do, if I you continue, he said, as he travels, that if you care for him, you protect him, that no harm comes to him. Jacob said a lot of things. Saying everything that you will give to me, eh, I will give a tenth to you. Are you following me so far? So because so far there's nothing like a law. It's a relationship. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, if you look at every country and the laws that they have, hmm, the laws came into place at a point in the life of that country. Does that mean that before the law came, nothing was happening? No, things were happening. Before those laws came, we have some lawyers here. You know, before those laws came, there were practices. Hallelujah. So, for instance, you have the clan, head of the clan, you have the chief, you have various people who are ruling over various people. People go to them for judgment. People go to them to settle cases. Are you with me? Because there was no law. If there was law, you go to the law court. But there was no law. Okay, so people were settling things. In the same way, this was a good practice that was going on. Amen. Now, later on, in Leviticus, when God established the Levitical priesthood, when God called a certain tribe, the tribe of Levi, and he separated them unto himself to serve him in his temple, to serve in his house, now God had to now establish something because he said to these guys, you shouldn't do the work that everybody is doing. Rearing of cattle, uh, sowing of sogum, and all those things. Don't do it. Spend all your time working in my house. So then, fast forward, Leviticus chapter 27 and verse 30. 
It says, and all the tithes of the land, whether of the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. It is what? Holy unto So now God is now, this is the second time again the word tithe is used. Eh? The first one was Abraham, the second time. Jacob didn't use the word, but he used the word tenth. God, the tithe is, is the tenth. Okay? So it's the tenth. That's what it is. So you can see here that now God was establishing a law. God was now introducing something that when you have your farm, whatever the increase you get out of it, eh, the tithe belongs to me. Bring the tithe. Go on on that scripture. Go on. Genesis, uh, let's go 30, 31 now. 31, 31. 31. And if a man will at all redeem out of his tithe, he shall add thereto the fifth part thereof. Next verse. And concerning the tithe, the next verse after 31 is 32. Thank you. <laughs> and I don't know what, who is there and what I've done to the person. If it's a female, I hope she has a beloved. If it's a male, I hope she has a beloved. Wonderful. And concerning the tithe of the head or of the flock, even of whatsoever passeth under the rod. Hey. What is wrong? I think I should rely on my own thing. Is there a machine who is jumping? Can machines jump? They can't hear me. Okay. <laughs> Even of whatsoever passeth under the rod, the tenth shall be holy unto the Lord. Next verse. The famous said the trade that she was going to. He shall not set whether it be good or bad, neither shall he change it. And if he change it at all, then both it and the change thereof shall be holy. It shall not be redeemed. Next verse. There are times people don't pay their tithe because maybe they are having money on them. It doesn't look nice. So when it's time to say, oh, I'm going to change to get new ones. And they never come back with the new ones. So they end up not paying their tithe. He said, what do you have? What, yeah, just bring it. Just bring it. 34. These are the commandments which the Lord commanded Moses for the children of Israel in Mount Sinai. So you could see that all that I've just read, that portion from verse 30 that I read concerning the tithe, yeah. verse 34 is saying these are the commandments. Okay? So now you could see that now something has been introduced. Hallelujah. Now, when the laws are being made of any land, there's another lawyer here, eh? they don't just make the laws in isolation. They also look at the practices that go on there. Now, you could see that Abraham has established a very good practice, which his grandson Jacob has also followed. Amen? I said amen. And so in making the laws, in making the rules, in making the commandments, to take care of the people that God has, has assigned them a specific duty in his temple. A duty, they shouldn't do anything else than to serve this duty. God now had to take care of them through this tithe. And so now God now makes a rule. So the tithe was there as a practice. And again, it's a relationship that you have to understand. Are you with me? The tenth of... Num Look, you see, a lot of things don't make sense. 
and one of them is pain of tithe. Because you're 100%, it's not enough. Yeah. Eh? Yes. What is today's date? Today is 16. Hey, already? Yes. Your money is finished. <laughs> I say your money is finished. Your 100% is finished. But God is taking care of you. Hallelujah. The point I'm trying to make to you is that, yes, you know, things of the natural don't make sense. I mean, things of the spiritual, they don't make sense. Like give and it shall be given. It's like, ah, why should I give when I... You know, I want more. I tell him to give. But that is what the word of God says. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, what it is is that when you acknowledge God for what he's done for you or what he's doing for you, that is when now you open another line of blessings. The blessing of gratefulness that comes to you. Amen. Amen. So I'm saying in the first place, the 100% is not enough. So it doesn't make sense to reduce it to 90 but just the mere fact that God is saying, do it, do it, do it. I'm telling you, God makes the 90 enough for you. Amen. I say, God makes the 90 enough for you. And I'll tell you later on, one of the ways by which God makes the 90 enough for you. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Now, when you fast forward, you come to the New Testament, eh? in Matthew chapter 23 and verse 23, to the best of my knowledge, that's the only time I heard Jesus talking or mentioning tithe. Hmm? It says, woe unto you. He was rebuking the Pharisees, the scribes. And the Bible refers to them as the lawyers. <laughs> but they were a different type of lawyers. <laughs> always blasting them. I don't know why these days lawyers are blasted, but in those days, Jesus was always dealing with them. He said, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, because they interpret those commandments. He said, hypocrites. For ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin. Small, small, small things. You force people to pay tithe on it. I was reading some commentaries like, Charlie, as the, the, the spices, the anise or whatever is there, as you are taking the 10%, look, at times they even count the grains to make sure that you are not cheating the Lord. They count the way and count to measure. Tell it is 10% that you have put aside. So here he was rebuking them. Give me back that scripture. He was rebuking them and saying, Look, you pay tithe of these things hmm, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law. Now, what are the weightier matters? Judgment, mercy, and faith. These are weightier things you have ignored and you are following people on um, anise and cumin and, 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 and mint. It says, these ought ye to have done. What should they have done? The weightier matters. Amen. He wasn't condemning them, but he was saying, yes, these weightier matters, you need to take care of them. And not to leave the other undone. Which are the other? The tithing of the cumin, the, the anise, and the, and, and, the, and the what? And the mint. So to me, that's the time of this time is when Jesus made a comment about tithe. He didn't stop it. He said, you should continue to do it. Now, give me the NLT. Very, very interesting translation. NLT. He said, what sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites? For you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens. 
but you have ignored the more important aspects of the law justice mercy and faith you have tithe yes but do not neglect the more important things hallelujah you should tithe he said what you should tithe so can you see what Jesus Christ is saying here what is he saying you should tithe ask your friend are you tithing if you say you are a Christian why you are not asking your friend have you asked him did they give you an answer I'm coming back give him an answer I don't pay your tithe that's why your hair is growing have you tithe hallelujah Jesus Christ said what? You should tithe. Amen? Say to somebody, you should tithe. You should tithe. Say, you should tithe. Hallelujah. So you could see clearly here that Jesus Christ is saying that you should tithe. I say, yes, take care of the heavier things. You know, but this one too, you should take care of it. You should tithe. You should tithe. So now God is justified when we go to Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8. Which is the subject of our discussion. I gave this as an introduction. But the tithe is a tenth. A tenth of your increase. Do you understand? It's a tenth of your increase. Amen. In Malachi chapter 3, so now God is asking them a question because they were not doing it. He said, will a man rob God? In other words, will a woman rob God? <laughs> Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, you know, there are people who always argue. Have you paid your tithe? Say, oh no, mommy, tithe there is personal between me and God. That's what they say. But maybe you don't pay. <laughs> then they make, they, you know, they make like some takashi, then, you know, I mean, it's a personal thing. But you don't pay. Will you rob God? Will a man rob God? Ye have robbed me. But ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? So you are even arguing. Then he said, in times and what? Offerings. So it means that you can also rob God in offerings. But remember that God gives seed to the sower. And there are many of us that God has given us seed that we've chopped. No wonder you're always having stomach pain. You know, when I was in Zimbabwe, there's what we call a seed maze. Okay? So it's maize that is treated to give you a good yield. And so the company always, the company has given every worker a land. The junior workers. Everybody has a land. And every year we give them fertilizer and seed maize. And the seed maize that they plant, when they harvest, for most of them, the maize they harvest takes care of them throughout the whole year. Because in Zimbabwe, they eat only one thing. The mealy meal. That's maize. That is milled. And then, nyama. Nyama is meat. And then vegetables. Vegetables is the... And most of them plant vegetables in their own home. He goes to the backyard. He, plant, he plants the vegetables. Then... Vegetables, no, it's just some, some plant, be not carrots. Some plants, some type of plant, be, you know, they just plug it, you boil it, and maybe some salt. 
you know, and then you buy the nyama, which is meat. But you have the maize milled there. And they eat it throughout the year. So I'm saying this to let my ladies. There's something called seed maize. Okay? Now, it's been treated to give good yield to protect the seed maize from animals and things. So you get your good yield. And you go and eat your seed maize. That chemical. You're going to be, I tell you, see some blue, blue, green, green thing on it. Eh? And then you have eaten yours. So when you're having stomach challenges, you think the communal can help you? <laughs> it cannot help you. It says, bring all the tithes and the offerings. All the tithes and offerings. So today I'm just focusing on the, on the tithe. Amen. So he said, why? How come that those who don't pay tithe, hmm, they become poor? Now, so I'm preaching and it's from the book, the tithe book, the very first chapter. Hey, is that J Church? Is that J Church? <laughs> is there anointing service or something? <laughs> Hallelujah. Number one, raises wine on tithers become poor. You will become rich from today. Yeah. I say you become rich from today. So let's go back to Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8. Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed me, but ye say, wherein have we robbed you in tithes and offerings? Next verse 9. Say, ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Verse 10. He said, bring ye all the tithes. Now, this is what happens. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. And the tithe has to come to the storehouse, the designated storehouse. So again, you can't take money and contribute to your village um, development and say you have paid tithe. Are you with me? <laughs> Which village do you come from? No, your father. There's light there already. So you can't send money to your village. No, there are people who do that. You can't send money to your village to say you are paid tithe. Are you with me? Yeah. Or you can't gather money and give to beggars on the way to say you are paid tithe. Amen. He said, bring all the tithes into where? Into the storehouse. There is a storehouse. It's a particular store. I said the storehouse. And for you, your storehouse is this place. Amen. That there may be meat in mine house and prove me now herewith. Say the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out as blessing, that there shall what? Not be room enough to receive it. So number one, no tithers become poor because they do not attract blessings on their lives. They do not attract blessings on their lives. You know, the world is already... You know, there are so many difficult things in there. I mean, the world is difficult. It's very challenging. It's hard. So anything that brings about a blessing, you should position yourself to receive it. Amen. Anything that brings about a curse, you should avoid. 
Hallelujah. And God is saying, He said, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house and prove me now here when saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. And pour you out a blessing. So if you are not a tither, you lose out on this blessing. Now, you know, wisdom is a blessing. When you are wise. When you are foolish, it's not a blessing. Amen? The Bible says, he that with the soul is wise. So things that you know, make you wise. There are things that you should do. And one of them is paying off your time. God said he will pour you out a blessing. Now, when you are wise, eh, you do things that prevent you from just wasting your money. When you are wise. You know, once I worked somewhere, it so happened there were a number of accountants also there, of which I am one. And our pay was just around the same, depending on when you came, it could be one or two differences. But, and I thought the pay was very, very good by the grace of God. But most of the guys were always agitating and complaining. Yeah, there was always agitation. And I didn't understand it. Because I thought the pay was, was good. It was, it was quite generous. Are you understand what I'm saying? It was quite generous. But later, what I discovered was that because of the blessing of God, one day God told me that your pay slip is not a pay slip, it's a blessing. Yes. He said, what you get at the end of the month is a blessing, it's not a pay slip. And the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord maketh one rich and has no sorrow. So it was a blessing that I was receiving. That's number one. Number two, I discovered that the blessing of the Lord has also made me wise wiser than a number of my colleagues because some of them had girlfriends who they have to maintain amen so you buy fridge you rent a place for your girlfriend you buy fridge and fun some even buy TV so if you go and visit her what will you is it a casanoma you are going to listen to I'm, tell, I'm telling you the truth if you don't buy a fridge and you go and visit, you drink hot water. So I realized that the blessing of the Lord, it makes you a wise person. Not to live frivolously. Not to have two or three homes. Because there are people who have two or three homes. You are surprised. <laughs> when I said, I mean, yes, it's home with his wife and children, then there is a girlfriend, and even the girlfriend, there are two. So they said that now, the women form first, first girlfriend association. They form what? First girlfriend's association. But realize that their, 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 their boyfriends who have wives are not taking more girlfriends. So the first ones who were made girlfriend, they have formed association to defend their position. <laughs> Now, it's somebody's money who is supporting or sponsoring all these activities. But because of the blessing of the Lord, you become wise. And so you desist from settings. Hallelujah. Because all these things are devourers. When God says he will bless you 
and, and he will rebuke the devourer, it means that he's giving you wisdom that will prevent you from living foolishly. Are you with me? There are people who drink beer. In the morning, they told me about the price of beer. They say it's 20 cities. How much? They say 30 cities. Eh? Don't mind them. What is the price of beer? Pastor Koma, do you know? <laughs> you don't know. Mr. Kwao, do you know the price of beer? Oh, nobody knows the price of beer. They, they can't know. No, you've, you've heard. You've heard. No, some people know the price. <laughs> In the morning, they told me it's 20. They say 30 or 20 cities. Eh? 20 cities for a bottle of beer. 12 cities. Oh, then that's not the good beer. <laughs> it's a small one. The club beer, and one club. And the price is Google. What is the price? Selatois. 16 cities. Selatois is 16 cities. What else? But wiser. Club large, 10, yes. Look, I prefer the price I was giving the money. I don't know where, which type of beer it is. But it's 20 cities. Now, you have five friends. Listen carefully. I'm talking about the fact that God said he will bless you and he will rebuke the devourer. You have five friends and every day after work, you go and drink beer. And because you are five, you, you are, so plus you is six. So you leave Sunday out because it's a Sabbath. Eh? So Monday, Tuesday to Saturday. So each night is somebody who sponsors. So six beer times 20 is what? 120 times four. Four weeks in a month. 480. So every month, eh? 480 cities is what you are spending on beer. Only. Because there's also pork. And there's fried yam. So if you add pork and fried yam, move to a Saturday, Sundays. Sunday is Sabbath, they don't go. If you add it, you could see that you are spending like a thousand cities. Do you see? Just you and your friends. It's coming out of your money. But because of God binding the devourer, because of God blessing you, He has blessed you with wisdom. So you avoid all these things in your life. Are you hearing me? Even from there, you don't go home. You go and visit your girlfriend at Legon. And as for Legon girls, they like fried rice. Oh, is it true? No, 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 no. Not Legon girls. University girls. University girls. What do they like? Fried rice. They don't like it with Kelewili. They don't like it with Kelewili. When we were in university, the girls used to like Kelewili. They used to like Kelewili. But these days, the girls have advanced. So they eat fried rice. If it's not what? Fried rice in a brown bag. Hey. Mema, mema bread. 
So you could see the wisdom of God that comes to you through blessings. And God rebukes the devourer. The things that take away your money. Just because you have been faithful to him. And just because you have obeyed him. God has saved you from so many things. By the time you get home, your wife is annoyed. Because when you close, you didn't come home. So you see, it has so many implications. So that's that pain of tithe. You see, if God is to open your eyes to see the things that he has blessed you with, and for you to see the things that he has, he has rebuked on your behalf, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You'll be amazed at the blessing of God. Now let me just say this before I forget. That in this church, we believe in tithing. And even as we grow, you know, into older ages, we are even believing it more. And we are linking tithing to your membership. Yes. You know, of late, we've had a lot of issues. The other day, somebody came. They said it was a member of the church. Nobody seemed to know her in the church. You know, they can't tell me who is the person. I mean, I've had over the past two months, I've had about three or four or set cases. Don't know who the person, you know, nobody seems to know the person. You know, and things like that. Let me tell you, there are people who even later on in their lives, so maybe it's a Catholic church, Methodist, he has left to go and stay with his grandchildren in the United States of America. They make their children who stay here pay their tithe to the church every, every month. Every, the tithe book. Hey, they don't joke with it. They leave their tithe book for their children to pay every money. Enjoy with grandchildren in Canada. Because what? When they be, go to be with the Lord, they want to be given a decent burial in the church. They don't want to go and hide somewhere. They want the priest to come and give them a good burial. Are you understanding? Are you understanding? So tithing is, look, if you like, don't pay. It's not a problem at all. Just that we are happy with you. You are a member of the church. But we are flowing with you. But we know that you are not a truly committed member. I'm praying that you don't die. But, you know, since everybody will die, at least, you know that one day you will need the church. So it's a, it's a commitment. So something like tithe, is, it shows your commitment as a member. Number two thing that shows your commitment as a member is coming for Tuesday, uh, midweek service, Wednesday. Yeah. It shows your commitment as a man. You are not clapping. Because you don't come. Dude, but you don't come for Tuesday service. This is your last warning. I said, this is your last warning. <laughs> Amen. Sunday, everybody comes. Have you not heard of somebody losing his phone on Sunday before? It was a thief. So thieves come. Have you not heard of somebody? And you, you don't come for Tuesday service, you. Don't let me say other things. Have you not heard from somebody in the church having an affair with somebody in the church? Have you not heard of it before? Yes. Because you don't come for Tuesday service. A Wednesday service. If you come for Wednesday service, your days will be reduced. The days that you used to do mischief will be reduced. Ask your neighbor, you come for Wednesday service. Hey, you don't come. Why are you shaking? I said you come. Don't bring yourself before I come to where you are. 
Hallelujah. So there is a lot of blessing. God himself said it. So you see, these blessings, you see, when he says, give me that scripture back. Malachi 3.10. He said what? I'll pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. You know, it's not just money, plenty money that your bank cannot hold your, cannot be held in your bank account. It's not just that. It's not just cars, plane, but all these things I'm talking about. Is you don't even count them as blessings. I'm telling you, they are great blessings. God blessing you with wisdom. Wisdom not to be foolish. Are you with me? I say wisdom not to be foolish. Hallelujah. Because look, there are beautiful girls around. I mean, we all get attracted to them and things. But the wisdom to stay focused. To maintain the aim that you are maintaining your marriage and not bringing any picking abolos into the system. Hallelujah. So all those things are contained in the blessings of God. Amen. Blessings of protection. Blessings of provision. They are all God's blessings. And he says what? He will rebuke the devourer. Put it on. 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Anything that takes away from you, takes your health, is a devourer. Your car gets spoiled, it's a devourer. Have you understand what I'm saying? But God is rebuking every devourer. I say God is rebuking every devourer. Number two, just three points that I'm giving you. What's the first point I gave you? Non-titles become poor because they do not what? Attract blessings on their lives. I want to attract blessings on my life. Amen. I said amen. Number two, non-titles become poor because they are cursed. Because they are what? In verse 8 and 9, it said, Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed me? But ye say, wherein have we robbed you? He said, in tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse. I mean, a curse is enough. I said, what? A curse is enough. See, somebody said, you are, I mean, you are cursed. It's enough. But to be cursed with a curse is very dangerous. May you be delivered from such in the name of Jesus. Those at the back, I say, may you be delivered from such in the name of Jesus. One day a certain man was misbehaving and the mother said something that you become something, something. Then the guy said, God forbid. Then the mother said, if you want God to forbid, then you have to behave properly. So God does not just forbid things. <laughs> Are you with me? God does not what? It just forbid things. So the mother was telling him, if you want God to forbid, then behave yourself properly. May you behave yourself properly. Amen. I said, may you behave yourself properly. Amen. You see, there are already difficulties in this life. So to be cursed with a curse, I mean, my friend, it's not good. I said, it's not good. Amen. You see, you may think that you are robbing God to buy lipstick for your lips. But it makes, your lips, it makes your lips look funny. When the guy see you, try this thing there. 
But after you have paid your time, Charlie, when you buy the lipstick and you put it on, you are you see that it's working. In fact, even you don't even have to buy the lipstick, God will make your lips like you have lipstick already. He'll give you divine virtual lipstick. Or no guy has to ah, I like your lips. Because the person has seen you, all that he likes about you. You see, many things that you are carrying, they are not for you. You are putting this thing, what do you call it? In the eye? The eyelashes is not for you. Then what else? You have scraped the eyebrow and put a um, pencil there. It's not for you. The hair is not for you. Your lipstick is for you. Nice. And you'll be amazed that of all the things you have done, the person will like you just because of your lips. It's a blessing of the Lord. That somebody will confirm he likes somebody because the person likes food. It's a great thing. I mean, not in likes food, but the person eats well. <laughs> Most of you, let me tell you. Look, God's blessing, eh? Because before I married, I met this lady. I knew her from ministry, blah, blah. She came to visit me in Obuasi. I cooked for her. I used to cook very powerfully. This girl came to visit her, eh, came to visit her grandmother and she came, came to my place. She was holding. <laughs> she was holding the fork. Just picking the rice. And I saw it. I said, wow. That is your end. I said, no, I'm serious. I said, you are out. No, it was, I mean, of course, I wanted to marry, so I was considering many people. But when I saw what she was doing, I said, you are out. It is me you want to prove something. You are out. But when I met the one I married, look, I'm talking about tithing. Sit down. You see, I'm talking about the blessing of the Lord. Are you with me? And many of you ladies who are not married, you don't pay tithe. You don't pay tithe. I mean, you have to be honest with yourself. I say, you have to be what? Honest with yourself. I'm telling you the truth. You have to be honest with yourself. You don't pay tithe. You don't pay tithe. You rather buy a dress. You don't pay tithe. I took her to a restaurant and I thought I was doing her show. Chinese restaurant. So the first course, spring rolls, golden fried shrimps. When I take one, she takes one. I mean, she eats very slowly. So you think that you come for the second one and, you know, normally when you go to the third one, I think you'll be able to, but by the time you come, she's also taking it. I mean, I was very pleased and, and impressed. I mean, no, no S. So then I decided that this is bone of my bone. And flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. <laughs> I'm saying that all this is inside the blessing of the Lord. That you are living. She was living far away. Far away. In America. There are so many girls in town. 
I was living in Obuasi. I was coming to dinner every weekend. A new person they introduced me eat dinner. Mm. Every weekend I was coming for dinner. People were arranging. Because they want me to marry their, their niece or their daughter or their sister. And somebody's living far away because of the blessing of the Lord. He said, have you been faithful with your tithing? Because of the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, those who don't pay tithe, you can see that, Charlie, it's not easy for them. Number three, non-tithers become poor because devourers constantly eat their wealth. Devourers constantly eat their wealth. But God said through the prophets that I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. So don't think you are doing anyone. Are you with me? Don't think you are doing anyone at all. And some of us who when you are paying your tithe, you calculate the thing is point four nine, then you say, oh, it is, you bring it down, you know, to the nearest whole number. You are doing mathematics with God. Always be safe. Run it up. At times, maybe I may have forgotten something, something. Then I always run up. I always go up, up, very far up. In case I've forgotten something, it will not meet it. I'm telling you. It's also a relationship like Abraham and Jacob showed us. Because God has established his church. How should the church be taken care of? All these things you are building, you are here, you are... Look, look at this huge place. The maintenance alone. <laughs> it's not easy. Even if you have the money to put this tile there, ah, this tile, if you have money to put there, how to go there? You need the blessing of the Lord to go there. <laughs> how to go there? After first step, somebody came to see me, said he wants to change the light on the cross. I said, what is wrong with the light? Said this one is a, it mentioned it is something, they, they come in, small, 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 small. But there's one that is complete. Who? Oh. I said, oh, go and see Pastor Ray and go ahead. He said, how do we get there? <laughs> I said, go and see Pastor Ray. He will tell you how to get there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The devourer takes away from you. Takes away from you. God says he will rebuke the devourer. The greatest blessing of paying tithe is that God rebukes the devourer for you. When you listen to government leaders of poor countries, you get the impression that all their problems will be over if they were, if they were to have a little extra money. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is not the case. Places which receive a lot of financial aid typically remain poor. So it's not the money that you get, but the wastage. You remain slim. So most of us, the, the wastage, your money is being dissipated. Hmm? Activity. <laughs> so your money remains slim. Churchy. Hallelujah. But when God gives you the wisdom to many things, and all that comes from his blessings. You are a student. Don't count yourself as out of it. You have also learned what I have just said. Bishop always says that he was paying tight when he was a student. 
We need to go to action. We pay tithe. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that as we take this principle and I say we are a tithe paying church. 100% tithe paying church. And tithe is linked towards membership. So henceforth, when you are paying your, you know, the other day we gave everybody, not everybody, but a lot of us have received our index number, our church index number. Can I see my hand if you have, you receive your index number? You receive an ID, a number, a number. Only a few. Those who did not receive me, that you have not been paying your tithe. LP Angela, you didn't receive. Okay, so the next time you are paying your tithe, write your date of birth and name on the tithe form, on the envelope. Because we generate your index number and send to you. Are you with me? So today, pay dummy tithe. I know you pay your tithe, but pay tithe again today and do that. <laughs> your name and what? Your name and your date of birth. Yes, your name, date of birth, and phone number. Okay? Birthday. Birthday date. Be- okay, birthday date. The day, the month, and the year. That's what we do here. In U.S., it's different. So it's the day first, then the month second, then the year. Put it on the envelope. Okay? Put it where? On the envelope. So 27th August 2019. That's when you were born. So you can write 27 slash 08 slash 2019. Amen. And then those if you don't have it, it will be sent to you. Do you understand? And that becomes your life in this number whilst you are in this church. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. When your grandfather dies, you want the church to help you, you have to produce your index number. I'm not bringing it close to your father. I say your grandfather. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm saying that it shows your commitment to the church when you pay your index number. Second commitment is when you come for midweek service. So those of you who have not been coming for midweek service, it's also a message. But come for midweek service. It's also a different flavor. It's also a different service. Hallelujah. God bless you. Shall we rise on our feet? With a grateful heart Give thanks To the Holy One
for a minute or two to open your mouth and begin to pray. You know, a lot of us, we know the right thing to do, yes, but we fail to do it. Mm. I want you to pray for mercy, mercy and pray for grace. Grace. Grace to do what is right. Yes, Lord. Grace to walk in obedience. Yes, Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray right now. Just Jesus. open your mouth and begin to pray. Grace, Lord. We pray for grace. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Pray for grace to walk in obedience. I said grace to walk in obedience. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord. I want to do something. I feel I should do something. You are here, you don't pay tithe for one reason or the other. Either you forget or you travel when you come back, you don't pay or something. I want you to come forward quickly. I just have two minutes for this. You want God to have mercy on you and you want to pay your tithe from today. Hurry up, come forward quickly. You don't pay your tithe. Hurry up, just come, just come. Because of a lot of you are standing in front. Are you waiting for those at the back to come first? Come quickly, come, come. You are come to receive a blessing. Oh yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This song is for you. Because of what the Lord has Expecting a lot of people here. Don't let me come down. Wait. Now, this was an altar call for salvation. This is an altar call for grace. Amen. For God to have mercy on you. And for God to show you grace so that you begin to walk in obedience of pain is pain tight. That's the, that's the, that, that, that is uh, the altar call. It's not for salvation. And those of you who don't pay, you are shy to come. Now, I'm very surprised at the number of people here. Because per my tight records, only about 25% of the church members pay tight. So the 75, are they those standing here? If you pay that, it means that you have index number. So everybody take out your index number. Yes, Nama. Because of what the Lord has done for us. 
to disgrace you or something it is better even to be disgraced in the people's eyes and for God to be happy with you yes come here everybody say oh you don't pay the tax it's better than for God because God is seeing you listen very carefully if you don't pay tithe you are not in front here when you see me, don't smile with me. Otherwise, something will happen. I say, if you don't pay time and you're not in front here, when you see me, what? Don't smile with me. It can easily affect your face. <laughs> okay. The Bible says that God is not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Lift your hands. Let me just pray for you. Father, we thank you for these faithful ones in front of me here. Father, we are asking for mercy in the name of Jesus. We are saying, Lord, have mercy on us. And after you've had mercy on us, Father, show us grace. Grace. grace to walk in obedience. Yes, Lord. Grace to fulfill our spiritual and Christian obligations. Yes, Lord. To be tithers in your church. Yes, Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that the devourer that has plagued our lives and our destinies. Yes. By this commitment, every devourer is condemned. Yes, yes Lord. Every devourer is rebuked. Yes, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I said, every devourer is rebuked. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Deliverance is coming to some yes. people here. Yes. Receive your deliverance. Amen. Receive your deliverance. Amen. Something that has held your leg, your leg like a chain, because you have not been faithful with your time. From today. That chain is broken. I say from today, that chain is broken. Amen. I say from today, that chain is broken. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. receive your deliverance. I receive it. I say receive your deliverance. I receive it. Be free in the name of Jesus. Amen. From today, that chain is broken. In the name of Jesus. And your soul is escaping. Yes, Lord. As a bird. Yes, Jesus. Out of the snare of the Father. Father, deliver, Lord. Yes, Lord. Have mercy, Lord, Have mercy. and deliver. We thank you. Thanks. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go back to your seats. I am rich because of what the Lord has done. With every eye closed. Father, we thank you. Close your eyes. This afternoon, you want to surrender to God. 
You want to surrender all to God. You want to say that, Lord, take my life. Take my life, Lord. Take my life. Maybe you are here. You are hearing the sound of my voice. But you are not born again. You are not sure of your destiny if you depart from this place. But you can be sure today. I say you can be sure today. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Wherever you are, in front here, at the back, just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. Lift it very high. God bless you. God bless you. Don't think about the one on your left or your right. They are not important. Think about yourself and close your eyes. Lift your right hand and say, God, Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. Lift it very high. Lift it very high. Lift it very high. I can't see your hand. Lift it. Yes. Thank you. God bless you. You have lifted your hand. I want you to come to me right now. Just come. Just come, come to me right now. On to Jesus. Just come. For them as they come. Let him have his way. Oh, come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Love for them as they come to Jesus. you are not born again you are not sure if you die today whether you go to heaven or hell but you can be sure today you can be certain today and so wherever you are standing we are praying with these ones in front here in the next minutes I want you to leave wherever you are and come to the front here come and pray that God will have mercy on you come and pray that God will save you. The Bible says, shall come to pass that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Today is your day of salvation. Come quickly, come quickly, come quickly. Give him your life today. We are praying in the next one minute. Come quickly.
lift up your hands towards them and I want everybody to pray this prayer those in front here and also those, those in the congregation lift your two hands to the Lord as a sign of surrender lift your two hands say Lord Jesus Lord Jesus I thank you for today I thank, I thank you for today I thank you that you died for me I thank, thank you that you died for me today today I declare you I declare you as the Lord as the Lord and master and master of my life Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you, I come, come to you, and I ask you, and I ask you to please forgive me. To please forgive me. Open your mouth and say, Heavenly Father, please forgive me. Heavenly Father, please forgive me for all my sins. For all my sins. Please wash me. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life, in the book of life, so that one day, so that one day, one day, one day, when I die, when I die, I will be with you. I will be with you. Please help me. Please help me to be a good Christian. To be a good Christian. Please help me. Please help me to come to church. To come to church every Sunday. Every Sunday. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please help me. Please help me. To stop all the bad things. To stop all the bad things that I have been doing. That I have been doing. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. For saving me. Say from today. From today, I will save you. I will save. From today. From today, I will come to church. I will come to every Sunday. Every Sunday. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto you.